Well, it's gone mind. now. There you go. I don't chew. I'm chewing mine. Chewing. I'm taking my Let's make. <laughs> let's make all oh of our God. great. This is great. Now this is a show. Oh my lord. This is a show. Are we ready to do? We're it? ready. <laughs> the following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. What the fuck is happening with uh, you? This is choking over here. <laughs> Don't do that. This is just like uncontrolled, random, satanic, demon possession burping. We're trying to... <laughs> Welcome to our very genteel show. Hello and welcome to the Burp-Purted-Furted podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Stop it! Recording live in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, pervert. 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 I'm Fee. I'm Kathy. I'm Abyss. I'm Boogie. What? What? Did you just eat something no. weird? And Kathy's <laughs> coughing Sorry. and sick and I have a sore throat. What the hell happened? We're a fucking mess over We're, here. <laughs> we are here. Perverted Podcast is here. Dedicated to our listeners. Irregardless, which just apparently is not, not a word. word. It's not a word. You know what? Irrespective is the word you're looking for. Or regardless. Regardless or irrespective. Stop saying irregardless. You sound like a douche. Are you grammar not seeing already? We're like that's 30 seconds that's, into the show. That's just English. <laughs> Christ. So true. I hate all of you. So it's what's okay, going on? This is totally a moot point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Clear <laughs> now. Yes, moot is not the correct. What are we doing? Lead us in, Fee. You know all what right. we need to go? We need to go back to. Ain't no human maracas. Go. And then he. No? Give me that thing. Give no. Me. Give it to me. It was last That time. was the greatest episode ever. Speaking of that episode. I had a moment on that episode. I don't know if you all were. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we were that aware. Yeah, it was a moment. And so I just wanted to thank Bono, who was the person who had originally posted that uh, that topic on the group post about. What was the topic? Consensual, Consensual gaslighting. <laughs> don't make me think about it. Bah, note. But no, he, uh, he sent a really nice email to the Perverted Podcast account on FetLife. That was such a nice email. It was. Why so did you read a segment gonna of that read, email? I'm going to read a segment of this email. For he, was, he listened to it, as you said, very stealthily while at work. <laughs> we don't rec- I mean, go ahead and listen to it at work. I know that Busy Bee listens to it at work. We are not yeah. safe for work. But we're not safe fuck for work. Fuck shit, shit, fuck, fat cunt, <laughs> shit, fucker. Don't listen to work. So he says he was definitely not prepared for my intense reaction to his topic. As far as he knows, nothing he's ever written has provoked that kind of reaction. So, I mean, I guess if you're an emotional sadist, we totally just made your day. Um, and he also said that the, sh- the show was really a treat. Anal Human Maracas was hysterical, and he loved, loved, loved polysanity. There you go. But what was better? What was better <laughs> about that letter is this guy then turned around and paid blood money, <laughs> went on our Patreon account. And donated some money to the perverted podcast, yeah. which was, now we have two. We have so two people Bono, that have actually done Bono. And, and then it wasn't Valentine. Valentine, Valentine yeah. made a donation to which, us. We can now afford heads of lettuce for our salad. <laughs> which a big thank you for everyone who has reached out and done that. That is very awesome. But yeah. what I thought was awesome is I'm like, wait a minute. All of a sudden the little ideas go in my head and I'm all, Fee, you need to cry more on our shows <laughs> because it makes us fucking money. 
So from here on out, we have to... Okay, fuck, fuck make, the... It's Kathy, Abyss, cry. and I. We have to find more Abyss... Or more whatever that chick's name's fee. More <laughs> triggers. And then make her cry. And then people will donate money. Because this works. This is phenomenal. We can get Kathy underwear now. <gasps> no, I don't My want... My tears buy you underwear. No! <laughs> I'm going to make you cry, Boogie. Don't... No one's going to donate if I cry. They'll donate if you shut up. <laughs> you gotta, I can't argue on that. Anyway, I wanted to just say thank you to Bono for sending the aftercare message. Because it was, it was really nice. And, and she sh- Abyss is shaking her boobs at me. I would shake them back. What? I would shake mine back, but they're all covered in fucking knife marks. <laughs> Did you put the maraca? She put in the your... maraca in the cleavage of her boobage. Memory anal maracas go. <laughs> Human cleavage maraca. Yeah, I was like anal. Okay, fed life stuff. Fed life is the place where unicorns play, but then they fuck each other in the ass with their horns, cause that's the kind of freaky shit that happens on fed We will not talk about fed life stuff. For your peace of mind, please know that we do actually get permission from every blog or group post that we talk about. That's right, we do. And then they instantly regret it after they hear us talk about it. We get some unhappy emails afterwards. (laughs) Kathy gets the... (laughs) (laughs) So true. All right, so this first one is from C. Shelley, and it's entitled, So You Want to Drink and Kink? Now, she's a host of many uh, kink events, and she's basically talking about legal liabilities associated with hosting an event where alcohol and kink are combined. So that, and these, this is nothing new. This is stuff that we all know. Things like alcohol makes consent impossible. Alcohol affects coordination. Not to mention that the things that normally go on at our kink events, like slave auctions or paying at the door where nudity or sex is involved are generally not going to sound too good in court if you add alcohol to it. (laughs) Well, she was drunk. Yes is implied. So what she says is, there's already risks. I take those risks because I want to do fun things for people in our community, but don't ask me to take on extra ones that aren't necessary to the fun of the event. I totally agree with her. As somebody who is in a leadership position in the community, you have to take that kind of stuff into account. But I've always been astounded at the amount of people that I've heard complaining that they can't bring alcohol to a kink event, particularly Threshold. I know that there are other places who also don't allow it, but I'm talking about that. My question to all of you guys is why? Given what we already know about the dangers of alcohol, what is it that makes rational adults in this day and age think that combining alcohol and kink is okay? Because it's fun. I'm just yeah. I'm going straight to devil's advocate. I'm just, Actually, that's the that's I, the position I'm going. I, with. I, I'm just going straight. Look, a lot of shit that is risky is fun. There is a risk involved. I'm sober. I'm fucking drunk, so I don't drink and kink. I don't agree with it. I don't think it has to do with. I know it is not safer, sane, and consensual play. I know the research that says predominantly the deaths and injuries requiring ER attention, the common denominator among the vast majority of those are drugs and alcohol. So we know that it's, it's, it's dangerous. We don't allow it at threshold, uh, except for we have one party that, that like they can bring beer or wine, but if they appear inebriated, we're going to stop their scene, get the fuck over it. I totally agree with it, but I am not going to sit here and pretend like some parent telling a fucking 12 year old kid drugs aren't fun, that it's not fun to get loaded and fucking play. Yeah. But most people who get loaded or 
you know, smoke a joint or drink a lot of beer, they at least know enough to stay indoors in their basement and not come out. They're certainly not going to yeah. take out a knife or wax play or fire. No, people do. People do all sorts of but crazy But that's what shit. I don't understand. These are adults. These are mature people who actually understand. <laughs> they don't understand. That's, see, that's where, where you're going wrong. This is where you're just losing society here. <laughs> there's, there's not a whole lot of maturity in adult. The, I mean, it, it's and not. Especially not in people that are, I mean, if you have people that are drunks or drug addicts, and this is something they do every day, you have just now rationalized that as part of your behavior. Also, especially I can sympathize. We go to bars for a reason. You go to mm-hmm. meet people. There's a reason alcohol is involved because it helps you to quote unquote relax. Social lubricant. Exactly. Or, you know, liquid courage. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where I can, I mean, we have, Boogie and I have done things where, you know, we've done vodka enemas. Vodka enemas. That's and, and one half, of you was sober. And a half exactly. Of but that's yeah, the yes. one. And I was sober. Yeah. That's the case. Yeah, I, would, I'm sober. I would I would highly suggest that the, the dominant or the top in that situation would hopefully is the sober sister or, or brother in this situation. And since they're making decisions, they would be or having like knives, needles, etc., they would be the ones who would be sober. Now this is once again, I think it's pretty fair to say. I mean, at least go ahead, Kathy. You can die. Just do it. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Let's just do it. Let's make this the snorting, burping snot show. I was trying. Abyss I'm started trying. this off with the dying show. Crying and crying. I well, crying brings burp. the money. Yeah. Make fee cry. Get the money. That's that's the. So you just want me to like I, punch her in the boob? No, <laughs> just give her a good old cunt punching and, and let's go. But no, I mean. I think the average intelligent person understands just as the laws dictate, we have laws for a reason that you can't give consent, just like you said before. We know that it makes it more dangerous. We know that uh, you are not better as a player if you are inebriated. Get the fuck over yourself. I had an experience uh, last year around my birthday. I went to a, a BDSM club. It wasn't threshold where they did have alcohol and I ended up drinking a little too much and and I approached somebody. I had the liquid courage. I approached somebody for spanking. He was giving me a spanking. I passed out in the middle of the spanking. Mm. And he just left me on the floor of the dungeon. Passed out. Nice. I do not drink that, in kink anymore. That's not nice. Period. You didn't just say nice. Yeah, I, he was being sarcastic. You know, maybe that was sarcastic. <laughs> I hope so, It buddy. wasn't nice. Thankfully, I was at a dungeon where I, some of, I had a lot of friends there. So they kept an eye on me. They drove me. They drove my car back to their apartment. I, I was safe-ish. But yeah, no. Not. And the reality is, is that once you the legalities, like the the person we started C. with, C. Shelley, yeah. C. Shelley, uh, this is obvious. Yeah. In that situation, the court says Fee did not have the ability to give consent to that. That makes it assault. That it brings in all sorts of legal issues, which once again is. How many people out there, how many hundreds of thousands of people use drugs and alcohol in their scene? And then when it goes wrong, cry and bitch that the courts aren't favorable to that defense. Right. Well, and this is why I sympathize with her, because if you're an attendee going to a kink event, all you want to do is have fun and you really don't care about anything other than your good time. And if you are a facilitator or a coordinator of an event, you have to take into account the legal liability. You're responsible if something goes really, really bad. So. Now let's go to the. Now that let's go. <laughs> now that we've gone to the. Okay, we all agree, drinking kink. Let's go to the deeper levels of S and M, which is, in my experience, 
when somebody is drunk or inebriated, the connection is no longer about a connection. It is about, I am high having an experience, and this is now my experience with me. The I, I am a big, big, uh, what's my word? Uh, a big proponent. Now. Advocate? I am a big advocate of sober play because then you are connected to the person you are playing with, and it's not just about me and my high. I had uh, I had a play partner last year at some point. We he'd come over. This is not something we would do in, out in the community. Like you said, you have a good sense to do it in your basement. I did it upstairs <laughs> in my living room. But you know, I'd come over and we sometimes we'd get a little bit high and then do a little spanking. It was nothing intense, no edge play. But yeah, sometimes the the intensity of the scene can even a little spanking scene can be really awesome when you are mind altered. But um, but that's I mean that. I wouldn't ever do that in public and not with somebody I didn't trust done. Have, have, have a, have a sober, sober person in the house is also a suggestion. (laughs) I have a sober person. I like it better. I think. And, and when you get into the, when you get into the experience of kink, there's a high that's already there that a lot of people that drink and, and drug every time they play have never really experienced the actual physical morphine, similar high that you get during play mm-hmm. and you're not going to get that same high with other drugs and alcohol. And unless you've experienced it, you don't know. Just one more point to address your original question, Kathy, about why would somebody want to do this? I think that uh, in order to participate in what we do, you have to lower your inhibitions. And for some people, it's not as easy as just a switch and the alcohol helps them lower their inhibitions so that they can feel comfortable taking their clothes off yeah, in we public. Just, we just... Yeah, we did just talk about that. Yeah, we we talked about that. I missed that somehow. But you know what? (laughs) Learn. Learn and grow and try it sober. All right. What's the next topic? So this next one comes from our affiliate group, Primal Play, The Animal Within. (laughs) Is that Primal? Uh, That's that's something. Uh, (laughs) It was a question posed by Wolf Willow, and they asked... um, do we ever have the urge to claim whoever we're with? Not by sex, but by biting. Generally at the curve of the neck where the throat meets the shoulder <laughs> or some other location. Uh, Wolf talks about how this is a technique that they use as an exchange. Uh, when one or both of them feels out of sorts, disconnected, emotionally raw. And it's, he, uh, she says that it reestablishes their connection and that they belong to one another. I love being bit. Uh, it's a super turn on for me, uh, especially my neck. And it's one of those, the harder, the better, which can be a little awkward at points because now you look like you've been maimed and you have to go to work. <laughs> so, uh, this, this whole thing does, it totally pushes my primal button. Like Boogie and I had a thing where it's, if, um, if I need reconnection or something along that line, he'll grab me by the throat. And it's anything around the throat. It's anywhere the biting in the neck area, anything like that. That's that for me is an instant like either uh, reconnection or submit button. Mm-hmm. Now that's in a relationship, but see, or or in some sort of connection. But then the other side of it is: Are you being a douche junior hire and leaving a hickey on someone that's not a partner? There's also that's not a hickey. There is like there is a definite like I had I had. A, a, a wonderful person who did unfortunately leave a lot of hickeys and that was annoying but biting is a very different but thing. what i'm saying is when we're talking about claiming someone 
So it's like if I'm the douche dom and I'm playing with someone and I know they might be playing with someone else and I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm going to leave a big bite mark on her neck just to fuck with the, you know, like piss on it. Mm, Is that something you should negotiate that? Hey, don't leave a don't leave a mark. Because it's in a place that's kind of visible. If you're if you're biting someone's neck, it's the same thing as like if it's not something where it's like, say, Abyss and I have said, oh, you know, we're together. So, yeah, I like it when you have a mark or whatever. But if you're doing it. Like intentionally, it can be douchey too. I had three different scenes this week that involved someone, three different people biting me on the neck, and I'm, I'm good cool. whore. I know, right? Good, good <laughs> it's job. A good weekend. Good job. Um, <laughs> it also de- like it. De- it also depends on the intensity of the bite. Like I'm yeah. looking at your neck, and I don't see really any no, marks. That one of them, one of them was Friday, and I can feel it under there. Yeah. And I, I, I texted him the next day. I was like, "Did you purposely bite me right where the bra strap hits? Because as soon as I put that thing on it." hurts which is why i'm not wearing one right now (laughs) but uh but i didn't i didn't feel like it was a claiming thing i felt like it was a connection thing within the scene but i didn't feel like what boogie is saying that it was a yeah i know you're gonna play with somebody else so i'm gonna leave this here yeah i mean the post is called claim Mm -hmm. biting so it's not necessarily about necessarily about leaving a mark but about that connection between two people Uh, i mean and I i find it great that he talks about how they do it when they need to connect Mm-hmm. So claim, I love biting. It's a huge fetish of mine. Wow. I mean, huge. I can't leave my teeth off of people. It's ridiculous. I feel like we're a very bitey group, actually. I'm a piranha. <laughs> I even, and I'm normally not a, not an, a pain inflicting. It wasn't intended to inflict pain, but I was spending some time with a, a man and I, I did. I bit him on the shoulder lightly, but he liked it. It was kind of a cool reaction, but it wasn't. I don't know if it was a claiming thing or a, hey, wake up. I want your dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just went somewhere else. Okay. Um, no, but I can also see on the flip side kind of what Boogie was saying. We had had an incident um, a while back where someone was biting him and it made me very uncomfortable because she was leaving all these marks up and down his arm and I took it as... You know, on the primal side, that's that to me is mm-hmm. very territorial. Like, what are you doing? You're intentionally leaving marks all over that person's arm. Mm-hmm. So to me, that is a clean biting situation. Um, I've also had it where, like for me, not just biting, but raking nails. Like I'm a big clawer. Mm. So if I'm leaving marks, I, I have done that. Like flat out, like, oh, no, I'm, I'm drawing blood tonight. So nice. So in general, negotiate if you're going to do that type of primal play. I mean, I ask a lot of people, how are you feel with biting? Because I'm a pretty bitey person if I'm if I'm into biting that person. So I'll usually negotiate. Is it OK to bite? Because you're going to leave a mark if you no. if you bite. Well, I, I do. Well, you also bite really hard. I, I had to I had to laugh. We were we were co-topping somebody and oh, that sucked. It was hilarious because she was not um, all that sexual. So he had to tone down his sensuality and it was hilarious because I'm watching him because we're co-topping and he has her pinned up and I literally watch him kind of crane his head, open his mouth and go to like take a chunk out of her shoulder. <laughs> and he's like, ah, <laughs> like, <laughs> had to like turn away and like abort, abort. She didn't no, say no. she wasn't into biting. She just said like first play probably, you know, but that's, I, had that's to, not... I had to, I had to, it was, it was, yeah, it was, yeah. I cock blocked myself <laughs> in, in the middle. I was like, ah, <laughs> it was still a, a slamming hot scene though. Mm-hmm. You were, you were, I just, nutty, re- I just remember the, scene. 
that time at that blacklight party where you bit abyss who was behind me and she smacked me so hard she was like clawing into my back and i was like what the fuck is he doing to you she's like he's biting me i was like oh okay ow you bit her it hurt me it was like controlling someone with it was like yeah that's the primal side of it i like it i love the primal stuff I do, I do. Wait a minute. We haven't done this in a while. Don't cry, groovy newbies. We've been there. We're here for you. If you are new to the experiencing, if you are new to experiencing your kinky side or the BDSM lifestyle, don't worry. We were all new at least once. Send your questions and topics of kinky newness and we will do our best to help you without making you feel stupid. This week's topic... Aftercare. Aftercare. Oh, joy. Aftercare of joy. And and once again, this is something that if you are not new, when I first came into the lifestyle, there obviously I had kink in my head of what I've done in my, you know, sort of pre-education to kink era. And I'm normally a cuddly person anyway. And so in the non-kink world, you kind of call it pillow talk instead of aftercare and that's where you hang out with the person and you kind of talk and pet and uh and that's that's something but actually coming into the lifestyle when you're actually doing s&m scenes where it is playing and visceral and the whole scene it's not just spanking and then fuck that's what i used to do i'd spank someone get them turned on fuck them and and then it was more about the sex but when you're starting to get into things where you're dealing with people on an emotional level and you're you're poking at kind of those you know places in their head and you're making that connection we have something that's called aftercare that is that is really uh really crucial and so i figured we would talk about that in in groovy newbies today so i'll start with aftercare is the difference between being a selfish turd and being the person that understands you took something from someone else and thus take the responsibility to give it back to them afterwards because it's a power exchange and we call that a power exchange in in our lifestyle that you have done something and you have now taken them it can be cuddles blankets getting someone water a little food or even just sitting next to them um, or just being available to that person uh, for a few days after the scene in case they have thoughts or in some places like fees, 11 years, um, depending on if you need that. <clears throat> and so... This is shaking her head. Nope, 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 nope. Now, um, you know, and because to just walk away from someone who needs to have that power given back to them, uh, it can make someone feel empty, used, uh, and uncared for, uh, and that, but that's not everybody. So the idea is that we'll talk about today. And I wanted to ask some, some questions today is, is where do those things land and, and what, like how much aftercare do you guys need? 11 years worth of Besides 11 years. Worth. <laughs> and what is that kind of, what does aftercare kind of mean to you either as the top or the bottom? It depends on the intensity of the scene. Um, if it's sometimes with like a, a fun funny scene where it's like we're joking around and everything's funny i'm not really subspacing out i don't really need that much other than a big hug and would you like to get me a glass of water or whatever that's that's usually enough if it's more intense i need more cuddles i just and the and the next day check in for sure um it also it also depends on how attached i am to the top the more i t- the more attached i am to the top the more i need the aftercare it's 
it's just the way I've figured out that I am recently. Because if it's a one-time play and I don't hear from them again, I won't hear from them again. I also won't play with them again. And so that's fine. But if it's someone I'm playing with regularly, I kind of need to continually feel like they give a shit about me. I, I, I tend to think that that, that, ter- that word care has very... A soft feeling around it, and I think the connotations surrounding the term aftercare are that it has to involve blankets and lots of cuddling, and that the care is given to the bottom. But Mm-mm. aftercare can mean that it, the top needs something, and I, I probably it's easier if you if I use the term closure when it comes to aftercare for tops, because as a as a top, I absolutely need to have some kind of closure, some kind of finishing off. At the end of a, of a scene. <laughs> I bet you do, you greedy you, whore. Did they lead you by the hand? Did I accidentally Did they lead you by the hand and give you oral <laughs> aftercare? Well, that's the best kind, really. Come on, buggy. So, but if I, if I can't get information from the person that I've been topping or doming, mm-hmm. I, I'm not happy. I, I need to find out where they are. I need to find out uh, how things went. I need to find out that the, that it was a good exchange. And this is based on having scenes that did not go well and the, the bottom did not tell me. And I didn't find out until the next week when we met, only to hear that they were in tremendous pain and they just didn't tell me. It it messes me up. It messes me up for the next next scene and I, I, I can't get out of my own head. So I as a top, I require aftercare too. It just doesn't take the same... Uh, form that people think aftercare would take but as a bottom i'm kind of along with fee i i need to have Mm -hmm. i need to have that kind of care i need to know that the person who's just been topping or doming me gives a shit exactly Hmm. Uh oh, <laughs> that look a bit <laughs> strange like what the fuck you guys are a bunch of pussies <laughs> um grow up hair there yeah. <laughs> um I, I i mean i do aftercare it it <laughs> shut up <buddy. laughs> um i it it's normally negotiated there there are people that i am more cuddly with but for the most part i have also seen other tops where i don't really want to be touched afterwards if i've done my scene i want time to just kind of i need my time to pull my shit together and if I have someone who's all about, I'm not a very cuddly person to honestly, to begin with. And I don't do a lot of public displays, displays of affection. So to have someone all up on my shit, I start getting claustrophobic and then I get distant and then I'll put a wall up. So for me, it's aftercare. I have to, I have to negotiate very carefully because if someone does need a lot of care afterwards, I am not your top. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if it's uh, me as a bottom, um, it depends. Like like you said, I also don't play with very many other people. So uh, pretty much the only person I've fought to for a long time has been Boogie. So we're in constant contact anyway. Mm-hmm. There has been recently a couple scenes where I had put a lot of effort into the scene and the person um, was kind of in a sub frenzy thing and just kind of like bounced off. And, uh, later on I explained to them that wasn't cool. Like we needed to, you know, at least sit down and say, Hey, we need to, I need, need three minutes to know this scene is done because they bounced off literally as I was cleaning up. Mm. Yep. That's rude. Well, we, we talked about it. And like I said, it was, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a sub frenzy situation kind of a night, but, and we're all good now, but yeah, it was, it was incredibly insulting. Yeah. Sure. I think, uh, I mean, there's so, 
I don't know. I kind of have a mean spirit. I'm like, fucking raging pussies, get over it. Because um, a lot of these are things that I think about myself. Um, there, there's. I know I've talked to dominance that, and I agree with this in, in a sense because I've experienced it uh, on multiple occasions where some dominants are like, you know what? Um, when I'm done with my scene, I'm the dominant, I'm the top, I'm done. That's me as the dominant and top choosing this. Sometimes aftercare from the bottom's point of view is dragging me back into the scene when I feel that I am done. So uh, I'm like, okay, at this time, I want to give a few minutes of aftercare and then we're in the dungeon and there's other things going on and I have other people that I'm going to play with and I've let this person know that. And then all of a sudden they're like clinging, no, no, you have to stay with me, you have to stay with me. That is now them trying to take control of the scene again. And if I'm going to be the top dominant whatever, then I get to decide when I am done. And in a sense, that can be douchey unless you talk about that in front. I know people that literally just say, hey, just like Abyss said, um, I need to go and process for myself. I have just put out my energy. I have just put my intensity. I have overcome all of my things about hitting people and whatever to focus and concentrate on giving you an experience. And when I feel that I am done, then that's when I need to be done. And if I have negotiated that with you and me, I'm, I'm a big cuddly whore, you know, I'm a daddy personality. So I like the cuddles and I like that, but there have been times where somebody just won't let go. And you're just like, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to get up now. And then they're like, meh, 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 you know, and, and you're just like, well, uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the fuck off. <laughs> I mean, there's there's all sides of it. And it, if you know that I would say for the newbies, um, go in fully aware. And if you didn't know that you needed more, always have a backup plan. So I so basically, is, if you are going to play with someone, you're not sure how much aftercare you're going to need. Bring a friend, mm-hmm. bring a friend who is willing to to basically be your spotter. And willing to have a bag of chocolate and a fluffy blanket and willing to spend the next two hours snuggling you if the other top wasn't able to. Always have a plan B. I like having a friend who knit me Hmm. my very own aftercare blanket. She, she she came to me yesterday at at threshold. It was Busy Bee who's here. She's our studio Aww, audience. Oh look, she's getting brownie points now. <laughs> she came in. She's like, I did something for you, and she handed me. She knit me a Wesley Crusher sweater patterned Nerd. blanket because Wesley Crusher was my first love. And and she was like, I know that sometimes you don't get all the aftercare you want, and so now I I I made you this blanket so that you always have it. And it actually came in handy after my scene last night which is awesome and it's so cuddly and i love it so much thank you thank you thank you that is awesome <laughs> way to be there the yeah. plan b so have we have we uh solved after have we solved africa <laughs> the best thing is just negotiate negotiate first negotiate the young bee is often intellectual with logical thoughts expressed but it's hard to pay attention whenever she talks because we can't stop staring at her tits <laughs> my tits ow these tits and now oh this is gone kathy come on what? jiggle your tits oh, here you go yeah that was not enthusiastic no. kathy you can tit jiggle better i don't feel good you're lucky i'm here Aww. sorry Aww. go ahead fee consensual non-consent is something that's on my bucket list i've not actually 
I've not actually done it before. So I'm, I really, because I've not actually done it before, I've thought about it a lot (laughs) and ended up writing a blog about it. Um, (laughs) because that's what I do. Um, so you, have you all, I know you two have abyss and boogie. You've done consensual, non-consent. I've done light. Like not a not a heavy one, and have you ever done one, Kathy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's all smiling. See, because now, because I want to know, because I've I've had an actual non-consent, not a consensual one. So I know what my reaction was to that, and so when I think about what I would want in a play scene, a lot of what I think about is how how would I want to react? Do I want to do it the same way? Like, is it um, you know, you you struggle until you realize you're not going to win, and then you just give up, or is it struggle and then it's like, oh, now I'm into it, or like how? There's, I feel like there's so many different ways you could react to it. And then, I don't know, how to t- tell me about your non-consent scene. Who, your me? Con- yes, please, Kathy, tell okay. me about it. It's, uh, I, 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 this could be a tough one. <laughs> I am of two minds on so many issues in life that I've, I've learned to live with this weird duality in my head. So there's half of me that likes something and half of me that doesn't. If someone tries to make me do something, there's this almost perverse part of me that no matter what it is, I'm going to fight you on it because you're making me do it. And then the other half of me that enjoys it. So it's so a like, real mess in here because... Even if, even if you like what they're making you do because yes. they're making you do it, you're yes. fighting it. Okay. I want to tell so them to go words, fuck off. So in other words, you're just being your normal Kathy pain in the ass. Yes. Okay, okay. got it. Well, and now, it works with Boogie, but sometimes... Yeah, none of this is a surprise to me. I <laughs> but you don't see the other side time. of me. Okay, so if it's somebody who I trust and I've, we've, I really respect and we've really discussed and, so and played like a lot <laughs> then um, those two sides tend to come out at the same time and it's it's very confusing it's very exciting very arousing and I, I try and make sense of it but it's very hard for me to make sense of in the moment there's so much chaos going on because both sides are trying to weigh in at the same time hmm. so, I, I, I just want to give a little discussion on what consensual non-consent oh, is. Go for it, <laughs> No, I'm just saying we're consensual because there's so many different aspects of consensual non-consent. It could be a role play where you're just, you know, the dastardly villain and the helpless, uh, you know, the helpless whatever. Damsel. The, damsel. Thank you very much. Um, and it can be like a fun role play. Like, no, 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 please help you, you villain, you dastard, you bastard, you whatever. Dastard. You dastard. You dastardly bastard. Um, and then it can go all the way to negotiated rape play scenes where somebody abducts you, beats the shit out of you. And if you don't use that safe word, you're going to get fucked. You're going to get tied up, dragged somewhere. People put people in car trunks, which is, by the way, legally really, really sketchy. But risk aware. Um <laughs> Uh, and it can go really, really extreme. So there are all sorts. The idea of consensual non-consent is you talk about it first, you set some parameters, and then you completely let go. And the top will then take over, legitimately take over. Yeah, I, I have I have fantasies about stuff like this. But even in my fantasies, I'm negotiating a lot of things with myself. So one of the fantasies that I've frequently had is I'm at the bank and there's like a holdup. And then the bank robber's basically like, someone's going to suck my dick or I'm going to kill this little old lady. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have to save a life. I'll do it. (laughs) 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 I'll take one for the team. (laughs) So um, I, I even in my fantasies, I do it in a way where I'm comfortable with my participation in it. It's not really a non-consent 
it's consensual. It's like, yes, I am agreeing to suck your dick even though I don't want to because I'm saving this little old lady's life. It is, I'm, I'm doing my service to humanity. Or it's like anime like rape. It's, it's, it's weird. So like I said, I put a lot of, I think about it a lot because it's not something I've actually participated in because it's going to require a, you know, relationship. So, uh, yeah, just, in, I was just interested in if any of you had done it and how that goes so thank you for it's that hot. <laughs> it seems hot like i totally want to eventually try that and uh the thing that actually brought it up the first time it was a hog tie a rope hog tie because i was in such a vulnerable position and my knees were like spread apart and my arms are tight and my throat is up and he had he had the rope gagging me and everything and he like bent down and asked you know do you want me to let you out and i was in such a good fantasy place for like for for to just be totally like raped at that point and i was like no no not yet (laughs) and like a minute later i was like all right let me out okay (laughs) because he wasn't gonna do that so bastard it was a it was non-consensual non-consent it was unfulfilling (laughs) non-consensual it was one-sided it was it It was was it was that you know what the awesomeness was that i could trust him not to Mm -hmm. so there you go Trust is a good thing. Trust but is awesome. It is, except in consensual non-consent, no, where no, there has to be some fear. Especially in no, no, no. Actually, on that one, there's a reason I haven't done a lot of rape play. To be honest, it's something I'm interested in. But unlike Fee, where she has to negotiate every aspect of it, for me, it's a here's my safe word. Fuck me up. Let's do this. Yeah, I wouldn't. And for mm-hmm. me to get to that point where I can actually let go and tell someone you're in this position and for the top to be honest that's a hard position it's there it's tapping a dark place mm-hmm. for a lot of people so absolutely you have to have trust on both yeah. sides and i've known tops who they, they go to it it messes you up if you're not prepared you may not even know that it's going to mess you some of the most yeah. intense consensual non-consensual scenes i've seen are actual rape scenes takedown scenes and even these people who I know and are have done this, they know what they're doing, they've negotiated the hell out of it, still come out of it having to do some some very extensive Yeah, it's not care. like a weekend no. fun yeah. fun thing. Let's do this and then go get Froyo, yeah. you know. So so please listeners. Yeah. No, <laughs> be that's just, which is why I feel like what the reaction would be that I would want to have is yes, at the beginning I'm gonna struggle and then eventually I'm gonna like, oh, I'm totally into this. Now. You're, you're gonna go you, anime you've, style. Yeah, yeah, you've you've changed my mind. <laughs> oh no, no. Please yes, do it yes, again, no, no, right? No. So yeah. yeah. Um the next the next Oh Boogie Sun. <laughs> boogie Sun. Jeez. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, seventeen penises flop out of me, and I fucking rape all your holes. And 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 what? You say, hey, you guys went anime porn. I'm going tentacle. tentacle. Suddenly, we all just looked at him like, you just brought that to a place we were not expecting. <laughs> oh come on, who doesn't like a good tentacle porn fantasy? Anywho, yeah. So the next topic I had. Fuck all. This you. actually came up while I was on it on a first date. This guy was talking about ghosting, which is a. Uh, <laughs> A thing people do well it's okay it's a term for people as someone said earlier it's a term for a thing people have always done but it's a new term for it called ghosting where you're dating someone whether it's online only or in person and then you just disappear like that's how you end the relationship it's by not talking about it or letting them know you're done you just stop calling you stop calling you stop answering text emails you you take down your your online profiles you're just gone you disappeared off the face of the earth 
Um, you moved to Thailand, which seems like a really douchey thing to do. Seems like seems, seems like. like a really douchey <laughs> thing to do. What's What's really funny is that this was on a first date that this guy brought it up because he was complaining that like his last girlfriend did this to him after three months of dating. She just disappeared on him or whatever. After our first date. <laughs> He never called me again. So he was foreshadowing. He, he was he disappeared too, which I was totally fine with. I wouldn't have gone on a second date until three weeks later when he randomly texts me and goes, Hey, so would you like to go out again? And I'm like, What what? You the just dead did, you has just, arisen. <laughs> zombie Lord dating. Lord of Jesus. But it is it does sound douchey. It does sound like something you do when you're a a, a person who can't communicate and be an adult immature and I'm sitting there going, Oh bad, you shouldn't do this and then I realize that I have done this. I have done this a few times, not only in romantic relationships, but with friendships, with family. I just disappear when it's uncomfortable. So it's called running. It's yeah, it's running away. It's called, I don't really want to tell you how not into you I am. So maybe if I just disappear, you'll get it, then you'll get it. I've had this done to me. Oh my gosh. I was the stand up king. I mean, the code to all my friends was my apartment's clean. Um, I, I, I used to get, I'm a dude. This is why I get so resentful, uh, at, at Abyss's, uh, easy ability to just, uh, get dates and have them actually show up. Um, what's that look? You're pretty. Um, but yeah, no, this is an experience, but I think a lot of times what it really is, is it's just people don't want to just say, Hey, I'm not that into you. And so they're like, I'll just leave. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just disappear. Just disappear. I had, I did. I, it happens to me very frequently that I'll have an experience with someone and they'll disappear for a few months. And then all of a sudden out of the blue, it's like, Oh, I just remembered fee exists. Hey, what's up? And I'm like, what? Because my cell phone ran out of chicks that I actually yeah, want to fuck. Exactly. And here's That's how the, that here, feels. Here's, I actually had one chick. Cause I used to be, I used to live on a webcam and I had like all these, I had all these people (laughs) and it took a picture every 10 seconds for like a year and I had all my little webcam groupies and I went and I would have sex with my webcam groupie because fuck it, they're groupies. And I remember I had sex with one of them and then kind of went away and talked a few times and then eventually went away. And then like I was looking to get laid and couldn't find anyone. So I scrolled through and I said, oh, and literally the first words out of her mouth. So you can't get anyone else to fuck. Yep. Mm. Pretty much. Smart girl. Feels, yeah. <laughs> I, I have I have no respect for that. It makes me so angry when someone deliberately does that. They have not an ounce of courage and they're just going to behave like the coward assholes that they are and walk away because they can't deal with it. I, it makes me so angry to hear that, that you don't even have the smallest amount of respect for someone that you've been talking to that I undeliberately did it once. Well, that's different. It was an accident. I forgot he existed. Um, <laughs> that's not undeliberate. No, it was You you can't. I, I did, uh, you that just means you're the you I weren't did, into them. If I, you were no, into them, no. you would have contacted I didn't them. Purposely not contact. I didn't like think about them. And go like I'm going to disappear from their lives. We're friends on Facebook. I had his text. I he, I just I just forgot he existed. He wasn't that interesting, and I forgot he existed until all of a sudden, like three months later, he sends me a message going, "Look, if you're just not gonna into me, just tell me." Like he got all upset, and he he was holding all this resentment against thinking that I had ghosted him when really it was, I I forgot about you. I'm so sorry. I don't know I what's worse. Like really, I feel like there's no good way out of this. There's one. no good way out of it. I felt really bad. You know, at the, and then I posted a picture on Facebook recently, and he like commented on. He goes, "Well, at least you're still beautiful." And I'm like, "Oh, oh I'm sorry." God, you know, sorry. On the flip side of that, because yeah, wine, wine, wine. We can't express ourselves sometimes. A, 
it gets buried under text messages. B, I don't want to talk to you right now. And I don't feel obligated to. Yeah. So. You know, I kind of just assume after having it done so many times to me, I really don't get butthurt. I just kind of assume they're not into me. Yeah. I don't need closure. I don't need validation. If that's the road that they want to take, I get it. I understand. Because if you're into me, guess what you're going to do? You're going to contact me. And if you're not into me, you're not going to contact me. So I really don't need you to officially look me in the face and say, by the way, I'm not that into you. Goodbye. I don't Mm -hmm. need it. I do have if if someone we have a good first experience and then they're they disappear for a couple weeks and all of a sudden they remember I exist. I'll give them one more chance and let them know, hey, by the way, that whole two week disappearing thing. You know, that's not really very cool. They do it again and come back. Mm -mm. I've already told you that that wasn't cool. Some people know they're just booty calls once in a while, which I'm fine fine with. (laughs) If it's negotiated, if that is what we are doing, I that is what we're doing that i'm fine with that call me when you need me and if i'm available cool i'll call you when i need you it's all very nice but if it's someone that i thought was more no hmm. that's that's fee on fee fee on fee well then now does everyone take a deep breath in That sounded like a giant burp. Oh. No, that was a giant burp. <laughs> she should be in a competition. Didn't somebody <laughs> say that to you once? Some cute little girl said, yeah, you should be in a competition. I burp a lot. <laughs> uh, we got a, I got a message actually from someone that I thought I, I've asked her if it was okay to talk about this. Um, she sent me a message saying, help, when you give oral sex to men, do you swallow or let them finish in your mouth? Um, she goes on to say that she's she's seeing someone now who wants to do that, who wants to finish in her mouth. She hasn't done it in 15 years because she had a bad experience the first time. And she's like afraid of the taste and all of that stuff. And so she was like, what what do I what do I do? Is it you know, is, is it OK? And I'm like, oh, so, swallow I mean, the spooge. So um, this I, I mean, are we about to take a census? This, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say I I have no problem swallowing it's easier to clean up actually so it's super effective that way but um i mean i know that busy b and i agree i'm in a room with four women right now just (laughs) if you have a problem with the taste then when they're about just listen when they're about to come just go all in (laughs) let it go straight down the back of your throat balls deep it's coming you don't have to taste a thing you won't it doesn't touch your tongue it just goes straight back you don't taste anything or you pocket it yeah if you if you're actually whoa 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 whoa, whoa. you what pocket it you 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 You, put their cock in like the back of your cheek like a cigar don't let it touch your tongue Mm -hmm. just go straight back because if people who (laughs) because people who spit they're actually holding it in their mouth long enough to taste it so just don't don't (laughs) he's like so just just don't don't do that (laughs) or or blow them in a condom or or do that yeah i um I mean, I have no problem with. Come on, with keep going. This is great. <laughs> Actually, I, I have a, I have a, I have a funny story about that. Oh, let's tell funny us. stories. So, um, I have been seeing this guy for a long time, and he wouldn't kiss me oh. after. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Yeah. And I'm like, I kiss you after you're down there. I mean, you won't kiss me because that's hot. If it's in my mouth, are you fucking kidding? So 
I may have been a little vengeful back in the day. <laughs> oh, this is going to go bad. Yes. This is going to go bad. I can bad. see this one coming a mile away. <laughs> so I did something referred to as snowballing. Yes! Oh. Oh. <laughs> No, 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 no. So basically, red. <laughs> Non-consensual. So basically, what ha- uh, snowballing is: if you're blowing someone, they 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 put the load in your mouth. And he wanted me to literally go brush my teeth and like rinse with mouthwash. And I, you know, pretended to do that, <laughs> and then just pocketed it. And when he went to kiss me, I spit his entire load in his mouth. Abyss, oh. you are scary. End of relationship. <laughs> and how'd it go? He wasn't thrilled. Yeah, I, I, oh. my my ex my ex didn't like to kiss me after I would have to go and brush my teeth after yeah. every after every load. What it what what look, uh, wow! All of a sudden, eight you, you female started, eyes just went. Started, what do you have to say? You started penis? talking. You started talking. No, it was just the way the heads turned and like I don't. I'm not the super big fan of head. I mean, I love head like in a dominant way. Like I fucking rape your mouth and then it gets hard and then I fuck you. But as far as like the whole, Oh my God, if I don't get head, it's the greatest thing in the world. Um, it's a different headspace for me. I don't always, I, 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 look there. I did it. So I'm not that big. Uh, it doesn't bother me if someone doesn't swallow, if they want to, you know, if you want to jerk me off and I finish on your tits or I, the best is when it's like you tell them to present themselves and like you just fucked them and then, oh yeah, you, they suck you off and then you fucking come on their asshole or something like that. Yes. That is, that is awesome. Um, so it's not a big deal <laughs> to me if they don't swallow, just thought I'd say that. But if you do, then, uh, I'll kiss you, but yeah, I'm not going to put my tongue in your mouth. It's fucking nasty. I tasted it once. I'm like, all right, I got um, you know, I got Had you eaten pineapple? Uh, no, I hadn't before I tasted my own. <laughs> yeah. I remember it's like, so I do it. And it was like the most awkward chicken fucking a football moment like you could ever, <laughs> ever imagine. And I'm like there and it's there. And I'm like, okay, here we go. And I'm like, eh, eh, and I stick my tongue out. And I go, eh, and I'm like, eh, and it was like a hand lotion on my tongue. And I'm like, and I'm like, I will never, ever, ever insist that somebody swallow my load ever that shit was just nasty Meh. it was not good didn't like it you know it, it like i said i when when i have someone go down on me and i will kiss them i don't care i i taste me on mm-hmm. them i don't care but, but isn't it hotter with with girls because it's no, like that's not necessarily and, it's a but you don't have a load it. You do not have a load. On the flip it's side, a lot messier. It's a lot messier. <laughs> I know it is not I a lot. Down on women who do yeah. have a load. No, yeah. no, no, you are not. Uh, if I'm, if yes. I have your clit in my mouth, I am not tonguing you and having you ort in my mouth. Um, yeah. you're, um, that's not the only way for oral sex. That's right. <laughs> I've had a gush in my mouth that I was not expecting from a woman, and I was like, "What the fuck just happened in my mouth?" <laughs> you're all. That is not a starburst burst. I'm of well, did you know flavors. that you 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 just fucking came in my mouth? She's all, no, man, that's the first time it's happened. <laughs> she didn't even she didn't even give the courtesy tap. She didn't know it had never happened to her. Oh, so she squirted in your I mouth. I was that good. Oh, what are you doing later, Kathy? Fucking drop. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy just drops the mic and walks away. <laughs> I am that good. I don't know. As far as the you know, spit or swallow, I always just found it rude to spit. 
I just don't want to clean it up. If I spit, I got to go clean it up. Uh, so I just, it's easier. I'm just happy to get attention. <laughs> God damn it. Is that it? That's it. We have now fixed spit or swallow. Spit or swallow. <laughs> well, are, are we spit? I mean, we, we got Busy Bee and, and Fee both are like, if you want to beat me tonight, we'll spin the wheel of kink. Let's go spin Can the wheel of kink. Can we do spin the wheel of I don't have a wheel of kink You need jingle? to have a jingle. Fine, I will oh, make a jingle. Oh, here right comes now. the guitar. Let's go, girl. Spin the wheel of kink. Spin the wheel of kink. Spank her on the ass and then spin the wheel of kink. Is that a good jingle? Look, they're not even looking at me. This is the Wheel of King. It was a great jingle. I just, I can make a... Spin the Wheel of King. Now go. Um, all right, who's up? Somebody spin it. All right, who's spinning? Go ahead, Fee. Fee spitting. Now, uh, Abyss and Kathy will be beating. Actually, it's just going to be Abyss. Why? I'm a little under the weather. Oh, Jesus, whatever. Fine, spin the damn wheel. That's quite a spin. Is it gonna go king? Go king, go king. Okay, good. Paddle. 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 (laughs) Whichever paddle you like, there's a. All right, get your ass up in the air. Look at that. Yeah. (laughs) Busy Bee's not happy. There's like 17 paddles there. All right, get it. She's got all of them in her hand. There's one. Take one. (laughs) All four. Four paddles. All four paddles. Go. I know. Hold on. Let's see if I can do this. All right, ready? Four paddles. I need more bat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready for some good ones? Yes. Uh, there's a lot of sensations going on. I don't know what's happening, so. Oh! Ah! Yeah, I don't, like I said, I don't know what these are. Ready? Uh-huh. I feel like that's a no. I'm ready. Oh, that, oh, that was nice. That had okay. some sting. There's there's so many different paddle styles. Hold on. One has fur on it. I know. I was patting her with it. I was like, ah. Oh. Less oh. talk, more spanking. Sorry. Ooh. Oh! Uh, that was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say the leopard print underwear are I gorgeous. Sexy. I like how I totally did not warm up, by the way. <laughs> Sorry. Paddles are warm. Oh. <laughs> oh, and leave, this one leaves little... Little holes. Oh. That's better. Mm. Oh, I feel like this is like fly swatters. Like it's like. Oh! I don't know about our perverted podcast listeners, but this really doesn't get old for me. Let's do this all Ready? the time. Yep. Ready for a big one? Yep. Are you gonna be a good girl? Okay, everyone. Wait, wait, wait. Everyone, good just girl. wait for that hush. Oh. That is beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> lovely. So lovely. All right, come on. Busy ah, Bee. Busy Bee. Aftercare. Didn't we just talk about aftercare? She was giving her a little. Aftercare. Fuck aftercare. We got another spin. Okay, do it. Do it. And it's... No. No, no, it said Kane. You landed on Kane. Do we have a Kane? We don't have a Kane. Just beat her with like a stick or something. Hey, get her with the back end. Yeah, not that one. (laughs) We have have the bamboo canes in this. Hold on. Grab that big, you mean like the... Can we have some music while she goes and gets... (laughs) Oh. There you go. (laughs) It's a Kane. That's like a fishing pole. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> What's that, Ben? Look, oh my gosh, she just 
whips off her pants <laughs> right away. Look. Damn, busy bee. All right, because she is getting a cane, we're going to do this first. Warm up. Yeah, we're gonna do a little warm up. So you can talk over it. I just uh, I notice that when I get a, I notice that when I get a proper warm up, I don't bruise as much, which is good. All right, my friend. More proper warm up is good. Come on, Kathy. Have you more proper warm up is good? Just add some shit. So this is only like round two of caning that she's gotten. Really? Yeah. Was, was yesterday. I like it that her panties around her little pussy are just poking out. That's hot. Bruises on Fucking her Hollywood ass? Daddy would love this moment. Wait, wait, she's got bruises on her ass already. <gasps> Those are some nice bruises. I just like the fact that you're beating her with like a bamboo uh, decorative pole <laughs> that's like nine feet long, <laughs> but effective. Ouch. That was a very sexy reaction. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, Busy Bee, you can make noises. You have permission Ooh. to emit. She, because didn't she say <laughs> yeah. that she was in something where she wasn't allowed to make noises? Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Well, you can make noises, goddammit. You ready? Yeah. Ready for another good one? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I'm noising. <laughs> was that you going, oh? <laughs> yep. All right, so we'll do one more good one. Okay. Ready? Get it, get it, get it. This is it. This is the big before the end. Oh, that nice. was nice. That was so I think you nice. should do one more on the other side. Well, because you've done three on that side. I'm sorry. You know how long this thing is? I just didn't. <laughs> I didn't want the can. Oh, that looks good. Oh, Here we go. You want to be out of the way. Shh. Yes. Dick. That's the sound of beauty. All right, ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Yes. Thank you very much. This thing is literally like four and a half feet. So that is our show. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to tell your friends, your family, your enemies, your human sex dolls, your fictitious switches, your compressive mindfuckers, and your ghosted ex-girlfriends about us. If you're interested in supporting our magic, please go to patreon.com slash perverted podcast and share your love with us. Thank you to all of our guests and hosts and stuff. To Fee, to Abyss, to Boogie, to me, and to Busy Bee. Nice cane marks on her ass. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, please consider becoming a monthly supporter of FetLife so we have something to actually talk about each week like that will ever happen. Until next week, my kinky, cane-swatting, fucking loving, cum-swallowing bitches. (laughs) Enjoy being your damn kinky self. We are out of here. That was hot. A little underwear poke. (laughs) Can't Do you not need a hot. fucking medicine or something? <laughs> <laughs>